This week on Kings of the Rings podcast, with every end there is a new beginning, and Paige announced her new beginning after July after July seventh as she officially leaves WWE. Plus, AEW begins the road to another title belt. WWE brings in their second name, image, and likeness NIL class, and. It may be time to turn the page on Jeff Hardy. All that and more on the island of relevancy known as Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on Wrestlatic Radio. And it starts right now. funny a lot, okay? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you <laughs> great. I love it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that, that was a perfect analogy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 296. A couple more episodes away from 300, which we probably should have been more prepared for that one. Um, turning the page, I am your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T and the Judy Funny to just the Judy Funny. VK Murphy back. Internet is up and ready. It's ripping and raring to go. Fingers crossed. All three of us are here for the entire show. We have got a lot of interesting things to talk about. None of them will include Vince McMahon. So if you came here thinking we're going to talk about Vince, we're not going to do it. We're I not? love talking about Vince. We might talk no, about Vince. No, I want to talk about it so bad. I literally just I found out about it five minutes ago. What happened, what happened with Vince? Water is wet. Oh my God, Vince might have had an affair with somebody in his company. <laughs> How many times? How many people? Like, Can we talk about it in the post show? Or we do shoot Water shoot is what He did it as a storyline. It was a great storyline meeting in WrestleMania hey, 18, by the way. Hey guys, I don't know, breaking news, Ric Flair did too. <laughs> That's why he's on Oops. six marriages. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so we're not gonna talk about any of that because who who fucking cares? I I really I really don't. Hair versus hair. Yeah, I'm a messy bitch. Dynamite. I live for the drama. <laughs> I know you do, Judy. I know. I'm just gonna call you Judy from here on out now. Judy well, like, Murphy. Look at the pose you have right now, okay? You just like pink hair, sick, like fucking blunt to the side, shades on, not giving a shit. Yeah, Sasha is in French, K. Okay? <laughs> oh, I'm not French at all. Um. I definitely, especially when I have fresh hair, like mm. the ego goes up. Yeah, I can tell you're in the your boss mode right now. I'm feel oh, I'm fucking feeling myself. Um, I've wanted this hair since middle school, and I'm thriving. I look great. I feel great. Um, yeah. yeah, and you should because it is Pride Month, and as we've been talking about each and every week during uh during Pride Month, we have obviously been selling these Protect Trans Lives merchandise, which are designed by Judy Funny themselves, the K. Murphy. Uh, we've been showing you this logo for the last couple of weeks, but here this week we actually have some product placement for you. So this is what it will look like in tie-dye. It's regular T-shirts as well as uh, women's V-neck tees and a couple of tanks as well. So, Kamer, if you want to go a little bit more into the Protect Trans Lives uh, Pride merchandise that we have this week, or if it's not this week, this year. So, we are... Hold on. <laughs> I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy feeling themselves. All right, Judy, come on. No, I had my whole thing for the... Pulled uh-huh. up and it went away. Uh-oh. Probably, so, probably because we made you wear shades and then you can see your screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you this. It's okay, trying to look up their spill. All proceeds, I'm the proceeds of these products that you will uh, you'll be purchasing. Do not go to us in any way, shape, or form. 100% of those proceeds will be going to the National Center for Transgender Equality, which fights and advocates for um, the equal rights of transgender people all across this great nation of the United States. Kate, take uh, it away. All righty. So I designed these shirts specifically because... Pride is, is a very important season in the LGBTQIA plus community, but Pride was founded on the shoulders of black and brown trans women 
So trans people don't get their often get the recognition during Pride season that they deserve. And also there have been over 300 anti-trans and anti-gay laws that are trying to be passed. So it's a very scary time to be trans in this country. So I feel that we should be showing our trans brothers and sisters and siblings the support that they deserve. So we have t-shirts, we have tie-dye shirts and tank tops and all the money goes to supporting and empowering transgender people and providing everyone with understanding and that like trans people are here to stay and that their lives are important. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's goes to a great cause. Thank you, Kay, for for finding all of that and doing that for us uh, this year. The link to purchase your merchandise is literally the first link in the description wherever you're watching this or listening this to purchase your merchandise. So thank you guys for that consideration. Moving on to our hot topics this week, it came out early uh, towards the towards the latter end, not early, but towards the latter end of last week. Uh, Paige posted on Twitter, I guess, for, formerly known as Paige, soon to be. Uh, but Soraya Knight posted on Twitter that she will officially be leaving WWE after her contract expires on July 7th. She did not rule out an in-ring return, but she's leaving WWE, and that's the only thing we know for sure. Whatever the future holds, we don't know. So, Will, do you think she returns to wrestling? I do. I don't know why. My first thought was, you know, she's going to go to AEW and wrestle. I mean, she kind of hints that in her statement. It's just, I'm just baffled as to why she would leave and why now. Because she's not doing anything. I get I get that, but... What is the last thing she did for WWE? Like, if you were uh, GM re- retired, SmackDown, I believe. Yeah, she was GM of SmackDown. But it's like, if, if you're able to... Years ago. If you're able to do something, though, like, why aren't you doing it in WWE? Like, that's my only thing. Like, I, I can only picture her leaving if she wasn't injured. Well, actually, no, it's not true. If, if she wasn't injured, she wasn't injured, I could see her leave. I don't know. I'm really shocked. I feel like that WWE never intends to, would never intend to let her wrestle again. And although now that Edge is back, it might be harder to argue that they would never let Paige wrestle again. I mean, Edge changed everything for everybody with a severe career-ending neck injury. So, so did Dan yeah. O'Brien. You know, that they, they've let all yeah. them wrestle again. I have no reason to believe WWE would not let her or want her to wrestle. Like mean, we can talk about it off air. Like it's like you know, Vince would just—I feel like Vince would welcome her in with open arms. Yeah, you know, what I mean, they already buried the hatchet of Paige's past. We've already moved past that, so there's no heat, there's no bad blood, there's no looking down on Paige. And I, even throughout all I of that, including with the real stuff, they kept her under contract. I don't think they also really give a fuck enough about Paige to invest in her, because I could see her easily get coming back being hot for like a month or two and then falling, getting lost in the shuffle. It's possible. Sure. Possible. Yeah. I mean, but, but like I think, your big yeah. stars are out, right? Charlotte's yeah. out. Becky's kind of, eh, Bailey's out. Sasha's gone. Naomi's gone. You know, you're, there's not much depth in your roster right now. You're in, you're in big need of a female star. Yeah. And I, I, I think Vince, and I think Vince would see that in front of him. And maybe just corporate, I mean, maybe corporate didn't want to, like, who knows what's going on behind closed doors. We're going to speculate. But I, I'm, yeah. I'm shocked that she's gone, especially if, she, especially if she can wrestle. If she can't wrestle and she wants to just go do something, you know, power to her. But personally, I think she can wrestle. I mean, she's always been able to wrestle. She comes she from a wrestling also, family. Like, so. I don't know if this is how much WWE would play stock in this. So, like, her boyfriend, she's been dating Ronnie Radke for years, who's, like, hella problematic and is, like, kind of a PR disaster a little bit. And I wonder yeah. if that played any factor with WWE not wanting to push her as well because, God forbid, he says something, like, racist or transphobic or, like, homophobic or does something sketch. She would be mm-hmm. tied to it because, you know, she has stayed with him through several, like, call-outs. I, really? I, I, I get that. That's so silly. Like, why would, why would you, like, be afraid of what someone who doesn't work for you says, even by association? Like, well, keep I'm not saying it's not thinking that, but it's such a stupid way to think. was in hot water for the sex tape. Like, that, I don't... That's her, though. That's her, though. I know that. That was her. But they right? could worry. And she was employed she could... at, by the company at that time. Like, yes. her boyfriend has nothing to do with WWE, so if they just... Yeah, bro, cool. Like, so they have this, they just, <laughs> pretty much, if W doesn't acknowledge it, it doesn't exist. 
Yeah. Because that's nothing mm-hmm. to do with them. I could tell you say I'm being petty enough to think like that, but it just doesn't make it. That way of thinking is just so foolish. I, I, just, think- I wonder on like a marketing, like PR kind of standpoint, like I know logically it shouldn't fucking matter what Ronnie Rocky says or does. To but, it, but it does. Yeah. At the same time, it does. But yeah. it can. It totally can. It totally can, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> I think they would probably put more stock in Paige's look because Paige has always had that suggestive, gothy, you know, kind of um, subculture look. And I, I don't. And if you look at the way WWE is going, they may not be going for that type of. Yeah, we could say it. She's fucking sexy. WWE needs yeah. sex appeal. Like it's like they yeah. they, they just need sex appeal. Yeah. Like they 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 got it. Roman's sexy. Seth is sexy. Cody's sexy. Drew sexy, like they got it for the men. They really don't have yeah. it. They really, there's women just don't really have sex appeal. Yeah, they're just putting, they're just putting bad stuff. So like, it's, it's weird. I mean, she's, I mean, they say they don't want to invest in her, but they've kept her under contract for this entire time, throughout all the shit that she's been yeah. through. They've been very you good know, to her. WWE's been very, very good to her. You know, sex tape, the the Del Rio fiasco. Um and a half like she has been she has stayed on a contract she I mean granted she probably signed a really big deal because she was signed at a young age yeah you know yeah. she's still in like her like what mid to late twenties at this point she still has a future ahead of her she's not even in some sort of wrestler's prime um I think she was twenty years old when she beat AJ yeah she was like nineteen or twenty or some shit yeah she was stupid young she's not even in her thirties yet she's got a whole Potential future and lifetime ahead of her to do whether it's wrestling or, or something else, and whoever she wants to take a step back, which is fine. Power to her, like I get that she can all she can come back and still be as good as she was before, if not better. Is Soraya her real name? Yes. So yeah. Soraya, 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 Soraya Knight. Soraya Knight is her real name. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Soraya Knight is her real name, and like it's not like she's. Was it I mean, also say, was it also her indie name? Or did she even go on the indies at all? She was on. I mean, her her parents had a wrestling company. All right, so she okay. So she wrestled as Soraya Knight then. Yeah. All right, so it's not it's not okay. So she's okay. It's not even like she's going by her independent name. It's just she's going by her real name. So it could sure, it could mean anything. Like we have no idea what the yeah. future holds for Paige, but I'm excited to see it. I think I'm a big fan. I think she's super talented. Yeah, and I wish her the best. Super talented, super nice. I remember when the pandemic hit. Um, and she's also very in tune to, with her fans. She uses social media in a very positive way. Remember when the pandemic hit, she was paying for people's groceries. Was she really? For, mm-hmm. She literally was like, you know, she posted on Twitter, like, drop me, like, drop me a line, tell me how much money you need for groceries. She was giving out money to help people, like, have That's groceries. That's amazing. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, when, um... When I ran into Kathy, our one of our former guests, Kathy in uh, in Dallas, uh, randomly, I was like, "Oh, she's like, oh, I drove here, blah 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 blah." She's like, "Yeah, Paige helped me get my get my ticket here to go to SmackDown in the Hall of Fame." Wow. So Paige is very in tune with like her fans and very nice and giving person from what we from what I've gathered from it. And so I bet she was nice. Hmm? I met her. She was nice. Oh, you met her after Evolution, right? Mm-hmm. With the red I, ran up to her, I ran up to her at the bar, and, like, <laughs> she didn't she have did. to say hello to me or take a picture with me. Mm-hmm. She did. She's very nice. Gave me a hug. Nice, nice. Go, Paige. So, yeah, I, I, like I said, we wish Paige the best luck in whatever she does, and I think she's going to be successful in whatever she does. She, she has looks. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. I would, yeah. Be, I would not be surprised if she pops up in AEW. I wouldn't I be, but I, I think it'll. Yeah, I, I, I can see that too, but I don't think she'll. I don't think it'll happen without a fight from WWE. Why? Hmm? Why? They'll throw, they'll throw Edge, a bunch of money at her. They will. Throw, I mean, Edge had an offer from Tony and AEW, and that went away real quick when Vince got involved. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those things. Like, if you are making a comeback of epic proportions, and your last thing that you did. Was wrestle in WWE? You come, you like it's almost. Preston has been said like you come back in WWE, you go on a run, and then you do whatever the fuck you want. Daniel Bryan did it, Edge is doing it right now. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Paige does it somewhere down the road. Yeah, I guess sure. you're an impact even. Impact would be yeah. lower, sure. but like I mean, impact would work. I like I love the Impact Women's Division. The Knockers Division has been fantastic for a very very long time. Um. 
So we'll see where she shows up. What's up? He's not everyone should or could go to AEW. That that is that is for sure. Although they'll have the titles to uh, to kind to kind of supplement that. <sighs> so on to some also very unfortunate, depressing <sighs> news. Jeff Hardy was arrested oh, wow. yet again um, on potential DUI and felony uh charges as well there is a police camera footage video that was released about uh at the time of his arrest making uh which they had him do uh field sobriety tests and a couple other things obviously he was arrested he there's a i'm not gonna i was thinking about putting like his uh his photo from when they were when he goes to rain but i didn't want to do better do a better photo of jeff here um you know, because then it's it's not worth it. Um, so there was a lot going around with this leak. AEW did have a response saying we were able to contact Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving, which I find interesting. We'll talk about that in a little bit. In the interim, Jeff is suspended without pay and can only return to AEW upon successful completing completion of treatment and maintaining his sobriety. And they say if you or a loved one needs help, please reach out to Samsha's national helpline and to leave the number below signed by Tony Khan. So, okay, first and foremost, I know Jeff Hardy is your person. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this news um, broke, what was going no. through your head? Well, I need you to know that I was I was literally in the middle of the H and M in Herald Square when I found out. <laughs> Good oh God! Oh boy! Oh Jesus! Oh boy! Yeah. Um, I. I was having a day and I'm like, I want to go shopping in the city to feel better. I did not feel better. And then I'm in the middle of fucking H and M and I get tagged in my wrestling group chat that Jeff got arrested for DUI. And I'm like devastated because Mm -hmm. like, I feel like he got hurt really bad after Darby. And I think he relapsed after double or nothing. Cause I heard he was concussed to double or nothing. There is alleged footage out there of him driving really recklessly on the road, which led to his yes, um, which led to him getting pulled over. Watch the police footage yet because, like, I emotionally am not ready to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's for me like Jeff Hardy's sobriety is something that like has always been in the back of my mind, especially like alongside like my sobriety. Like when I met Jeff two years ago, like I talked to him about sobriety and he was like genuinely like so stoked on sobriety and like so happy and like grateful mm-hmm. he's sober and i think he just busted his body up so badly that you know medicine wasn't enough anymore like it didn't seem like there is emotional turmoil there mm-hmm. like in the past but it's just really sad because like it's the Hardy Boys last run. Like he doesn't have a lot of time left, but like he might just be clocking out early. I don't even think is- it's clocking out early. I think he's I think he's working overtime right now. Yeah. I, I, I I don't if I was AEW, I wouldn't bring him back. I was like, listen, I I I think what AEW said was correct. Um yeah. get him the help. Get him the help. You're not back until you get the help. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's the right call. Um, and like, we're all about second chances, but it's like Jeff, you've had second, third, fourth, fifth. This might be a sixth chance. Like it happens. It, like, ironically, come on now. Don't put together. It happens in every wrestling organization, every major one. Impact. Yep. WWE. Yeah. AEW. Now. That's uh, sad. And honestly, I think they were going to win the titles tonight. Which is ironic because number one, AEW Dynamite is specifically nicknamed Road Rage. Yep. Um, number that's, one, he was going. That's that's incredible. I and, <laughs> and he was going to be in, he was going to be in a triple threat ladder tri- tag team triple threat ladder match. Go figure. I think we're gonna win. Go figure. Um, and he apparently when he got arrested, I have like I, said, I haven't listened to his happening watch. I kind of just grazed over it when it was on my socials. Um, but there's rumors saying that he alleged during when he was being pulled over that he was on his way to get a brain scan or something like that. And I think that proves something to your point. 
you know. He could have, I mean, he's Jeff has definitely had traumatic brain injuries in the form of concussions multiple times. Um, what happened to him with the Derby match? Could he have had a concussion? Absolutely. I had could seen on Twitter yesterday mm-hmm. that he was concussed during double or nothing. I wouldn't be surprised at that. And could that concussion lead to him forgetting to take his meds or him reverting back? to a to another time in his life where he just didn't give a shit he was just drinking and drinking and driving and being reckless absolutely it happens a lot with people with tbis that they even revert back to a younger form of themselves or they just forget to do the things that they had just learned and they lose you know all that memory and learning and that's these things are all possible hypotheticals as to what happened to jeff and all of it is very just upsetting Inside, and the last thing Jeff needs to do is to put his body through any more harm, mm. whether it be in the ring or through the bottle. Like at this point, like I just want Jeff Hardy to be like happy and healthy. Like, and I, if he still, never wrestles again, at this point, if Jeff, he like, never wrestles again, I'm okay with it. And like that's very difficult for me to say because I could obviously watch watch Jeff Hardy wrestle for the rest of my life, but yeah. like. It doesn't seem like it's good for him physically anymore at all. It makes me think about when he walked out on WWE, oh, you know, several months ago, and what did WWE do? They acknowledge and they offered, they offered him the Hall of Fame. Remember that? Well, yeah. He said, it's not, he said nah. Fame and they said you can't wrestle again. It it makes me really think that they knew already something was up with Jeff, and they were trying to get in front of it. Yeah, dude. Of course they knew. Right, yeah. I mean, dude, it's the wrestling business. They've this isn't the first time they've dealt with something like this. Do you remember the eighties? I remember the eighties. Do you remember <laughs> the nineties? I remember None of the nineties. <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Like they had a whole they had a whole plane ride about this. All right, like <laughs> right, they, they were they all they were pretty much drunk driving an airplane. Yeah. So like they they know the signs. Of course, they know the signs. They're also smart enough not to publicly say they know the signs. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's Jeff. It's just like, bro, come on now. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it, at this point, it's like, I don't feel sorry for anymore. I'm actually genuinely frustrated. It, it's frustrating. That was my initial, like, I was like, oh, again, frustrating. And then, you know, the mental health person in me, I was like, it is, this is, this is what happens. Yeah. See, uh, unfortunately, and it's, a, I, and it's a lifelong struggle. And this is, again, not a bias towards Jeff Hardy, but like, I know what it's like to fuck up. Yeah, of course. And relax over course. and over again. So like, that's why I feel sad above all else because it's a really shitty feeling to relapse and to know that you were actively relapsing because it feels like a disappointment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, I have my sobriety day tattooed, like, on my arm, like, right here where you can see it. So, mm-hmm. like, that holds me accountable, as stupid as that is. No, that's, that makes perfect sense. You need to remind people need reminders. Yeah, you gotta motivate I, yourself. I would sure. fucking hate to relapse about something stupid and then look at my arm and I go, shit. Yeah. And like I have almost I'm I'm close to five years. So like Holy shit, really? Yeah, October's five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Sobriety is just something that, like, I respond to differently. And plus, my role working in crisis services, mm-hmm. I like, really look at it differently. Like, I just look at it from different angles. So, like, it's hard for me to feel frustrated because addiction is born from trauma. Mm-hmm. And clearly, Jeff Hardy physically has been through more than most wrestlers that are still wrestling at his age. I mean, the Hardys altogether physically and emotionally with the Hardys' background have yeah. been through some wild shit. Do you remember the house burnt down? Yeah. Like in 2009, mm-hmm. like the house legitimately burnt down, like they lost their dog or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they made, mm-hmm. a, made a storyline. I say Matt did it. Oh, yeah, it was, it was so the Matt versus Jeff storyline. Yeah. Mania, yeah. What, yeah. A, what a great uh, storyline that was. But yeah, no, okay, you're, 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 you're a thousand percent right. You're a thousand percent right. But, yeah. you know, you got to do the carrot and stick approach with these things, right? Sometimes you feed them a carrot and you feel sorry for them. Sometimes you got to hit them over the head with a stick. 
Yeah, and so maybe, hopefully this will be just a wake-up call, but best luck to him again, folks. Uh, just like AEW posts, if you or a loved one needs help, please reach, out to, please reach out to Sam's helpline, and I'll save a number here, 1-800-622-4357, 1-800-662-4357 for Sam's helpline. They provide uh, some great resources for you all across the nation. But let us move on, folks, to the roads that just keeps on surviving. Excuse Will- me? Impact Wrestling what? turned 20. No, it fucking didn't. You, <laughs> yes, you liar. Did. I'm not You're lying. lying. Yes, Impact Wrestling is 20 years old. No, it's not. Yes, it, it is. It literally started right Bye. when they said you close and Jeff Jarrett's like, I got it. Let's hire all these people again and just try again. <laughs> wow. Impact Wrestling Trade 20 Slammiversary is this weekend on Juneteenth of all days. Um, Moose is going to win all the matches. Moose and Cheeseburgers going to win all the matches. Let's get ready to pop some heads. Moose. Moose. Um, so, yeah, that that's happening this weekend. We're not going to talk uh, too much about it because I'm going to leave God. I'm going to leave that to the Brace for Impact podcast, our newest podcast on WrestleAttic Radio, uh, for for him for uh, Nate the Epic Great to really talk around and leave his predictions. This show was already up and uh, it was posted uh, several days before ours. Uh, but I do want to just you know just kind of roll through some of your memories, Will, of, of Impact Wrestling, formerly known as TNA. Dude, I don't remember much to be honest. Um, <laughs> I was scrolling through the t- I went scrolling through the channels like on a Saturday morning. And I went by Spike, and I see I see Booker T and Kurt Angle. I see the main event Mafia in the ring, and I'm like, yeah. I, I watch wrestling at this point. So it's like 2009. Like I've been watching wrestling for a little bit, and I'm like, and I know who Booker T is. I'm like, how oh, I know this guy? What what is this octagon? Is this what is this? And I started watching, and I was like, huh. <laughs> and like next Saturday, because TNA was on like Thursdays back then. It was just a replay. So like I just I, I I slow I slowly got into it, and this was like probably October two thousand nine because then January two thousand ten, it was like two weeks later they made the announcement Hulk Hogan's coming in. I'm like, oh, let's fucking go! I am in. <laughs> so I start I started watching regularly. Um, then from there it was they brought in Bischoff. They say we're going head to head going head to head with Raw on Mondays, and I'm like, fuck! This is two thousand ten. I don't have DVR. <laughs> so, uh, oh no! I no, I know it was. I did have DVR, but mm-hmm. you couldn't DVR more than one thing at once. Otherwise, you had to watch one of them, which was just stupid. Oh, yeah. um, you couldn't. You couldn't DVR two channels and watch a third. It just didn't work like that. Oh, okay, yeah. You had, you had, you had to watch when you, you had to watch one of the ones you were recording, so TV just wouldn't work. Um, yeah. So Mondays was when my family watched twenty four. So I would watch 24 with them and record Raw. Now I'm like, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> what, what do I do? <laughs> what, what do I do? So You're stuck, man. I'm, I'm recording, recording 24 and Raw in the living room, and I watch Impact Live. Okay. That's what I choose. I'm like, dude, fuck this Raw shit. I'd rather watch Impact. And then they went back to Thursday after like two months, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, so, so. here's some of the things that are happening on Slammiversary. I'll just run through the card really quickly. Uh, we're having a reverse battle royal, which is going to be on their pre-show what live the on YouTube. What the fuck is a reverse battle royal? I don't fucking know. Do they throw <laughs> you over the ring, like from the floor into they the ring? They throw you in the ring? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> the last one to be thrown in the ring wins. You have the Digital Media Championship, still a better name than the TNT Championship. The Rich Digital Media. Yeah. Rich Swan versus Brian Myers. (laughs) Okay. I'm so glad I don't watch this shit anymore. (laughs) You have the Knockouts Tag Team Championship, the Influence featuring uh, formerly known as Emma, and I forgot who else, uh, versus Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Let me see. You have the Ultimate X match for the X Division Championship. You probably remember that, Will. Alex Zane, Kenny King, Jack Evans, Ace Austin, newest Bullet Club member Ace Austin, Mike Bailey versus Trey Miguel. You also have the, uh, what is it? You have, as we move on here, I'm just going through some stuff. I don't know what the first Battle Royale is. Um, 
You also have, which I think you'll find interesting, uh, it's going to be a 10-man tag versus Honor No More, who was full of Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Vincent and PCO versus the Impact Originals in Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, Frankie Kazarian, and two members to be named. Yep. We also have the Impact World Tag Team Championships, the Briscoes versus the Good Brothers, because everybody wants to see that. Um, and obviously, Queen of the Mountain for the Knockouts World Championship, Diana Perrazzo versus Chelsea Green versus Tasha Steeles, who is the Knockouts Champion currently, versus Jordan Grace versus Mia Yim, because that's where she landed. Oh, she didn't go to AEW. Yeah, she did not go to AEW. And of course, we have the Impact World Championship, which imp- it's um, Impact World Champion Josh Alexander versus Eric Young. Okay. Who, who's gonna watch this? I don't have I don't have work for next day, so I might watch Dude, this. I don't think Dave's gonna watch it. I don't think Dave, I mean I feel like Impact's never been on Dave's radar. Dude, I feel like everything's on Dave's radar. <laughs> but well if you ever go to like if you fo- follow the hashtag Impact 20, it's all the old wrestlers doing the then and now comparison of when they were of what they looked like in Impact 20 years prior. Oh wow. Like I'm looking at Eric Young with hair. Oh yeah, wasn't it wasn't a trip? <laughs> Dude, he was like his gimmick was like a like was like the a dark order gimmick. He was like the welcome to our world. Like that was his shtick. <laughs> it was weird. I'm gonna get you. Ow. I don't know how he talks like that. Also, this uh, this is also very interesting. For the first time, I guess, in the history of pro wrestling, well, not in pro wrestling, but I guess first time in Impact, we're going to have an alternative alternative commentary team featuring Tracy Brooks, Lisa Marie Varon, and SoCal Val are uh, going to be on Fight TV. So they'll be doing an all-women's commentary team for Slammiversary. Oh, cool. On top of the regular commentary team as well, which I think is going to be an interesting, interesting thing. So Slava versus TNA. Someone's getting put through their table. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) (laughs) This is this Sunday, June 19th, 2022. I know not a lot of people have work because of Juneteenth. Thank federal holidays. I don't get get it. It's it's just another day your boy doesn't get paid. <laughs> I'm working on Juneteenth, but I t- I got we get a holiday for it, so I'm taking okay. my Juneteenth for pride. Thinking it. So for more info on that, obviously listen to the Brace for Impact podcast exclusively on WrestleAttic Radio. But let's move on to WWE this Monday announced their second NIL class, name, image, and likeness class. You remember last year, uh, Will and Kay, the headliner of their first favorite name, image, and likeness class was Gable <laughs> Stevenson. Um, and the guy who got released. <laughs> and the guy who got released, yeah. <laughs> so they added 15 people to their class, and I'll run through them and some of their accolades right now, starting with Ali Maddox. She is a cheer and dance athlete from the University of Mississippi, a.k.a. Ole Miss. She actually has already won a world title with Team USA back in 2019. Uh, Case Hatch is an Arizona State University fullback. Chandler Hayding has a large social media following, and she's a track and field standout from the University of Tennessee. Colton Schultz, Arizona State University wrestler and the current Pac-12 heavyweight wrestling champion. Darian Gaborn is an All-American gymnast from Auburn University. We also have Erica Link, a volleyball player from Elon University. Oh, she cute. <clears throat> I almost went there, actually. Great place. There's nothing else around there. Keyshawn Moore is a linebacker oh, from... she's How- cute. Keyshawn Moore is a linebacker from uh, Howard University. He's the first signee from a historically black college or university, a.k.a. an HBCU. We also have Luke Ford. He's a former ESPN Top 100 recruit at tight end, originally signed to Georgia, but then transferred to Illinois University Football. Malik Carr, former tra- former uh, tight end from Purdue, transferred to Michigan State to play tight end there and also plays on the basketball team. <clears throat> we also have Michaela Hall, who has a start- large social media following. She is a basketball player from Central Michigan University. Up next is She's Rachel cute. Up next is Rachel Glenn. She is a South Carolina Rachel Green is oh Glenn, sorry. South Carolina track and field athlete. Ruben Banks in Arkansas track and awesome field athlete. We also have Thunder Keck. What a great name for an outside linebacker from Stanford University. Um 
We have Tiana Omazic, a um, volleyball player from the University of Miami. And last, but certainly not least, from Hofstra University, Zachary Knighton Ward, a Hofstra wrestler. Yeah, Hofstra's, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, Hofstra's wrestling is absurd. Yeah, like they're mm-hmm. it's that that and lacrosse. They're always been really, really good. Yeah, Chris Ryman went to Hofstra. He wrestled at Hofstra. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So that is the. 15... I, I don't know if that's true. Actually, is that true? Ryman did go to Hofstra. Yes, he did go to Hofstra. Yes, that is. I can guarantee that. I, I know. I know. He. Uh. He. 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 His gym is in Uniondale. Yeah. The. Yeah. The UFC gym, or one of the gyms. Um. He's from Baltimore. So, yeah, he is from Baltimore. He's a great guy. I've met Wyman. He's a cool dude. Um, so, again, WWE started with Next Line program to identify future superstars and start developing them at younger ages. The promotion has a long history of hiring former college athletes, as you guys know, including Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was from Miami, Ron Simmons, who went to Florida State. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's Hoshi, Roman, right. Roman Reigns, uh, who was a defensive tackle at Georgia Tech. Bianca Belair was a track and field athlete at the University of Tennessee. The average age of the 25 athletes that are currently in WWE's NIL program, uh, it's 12 women and 13 men. The average age is 21. Jesus. So, not only will Go Hofstra, tra- man. <laughs> <laughs> this does not guarantee them. Also, be worried, this does not guarantee them a contract. But they will get skills to help with their like social media following. They will be training in the PC, so this could lead to a this could lead to a contract in the future when we're done. How much do you think? How much do you think they're getting paid? They never disclose how much money. Um, but I don't know. We think fifty grand. Less. Less. Yeah, because I mean, like your NXT town's getting paid fifty, sixty a year. That's it. Really. Hmm. Damn. Or maybe like 60. It might be like 60, 70, but I know like I think the lowest is like 60 or NXT salary. No. But the group will, they'll, they'll trade Caden on PC. Carter looks like she makes way more than 60 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen her Instagram? She is out and about all the time. I follow her TikTok. Um, you can be out and about on a budget, Will. That's, that's not, not in Florida, you can't. true. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, on top of w- working in the PC, obviously they're going to receive resources in areas such as brand building and media communications. So essentially, they're teaching them how to work how to work the press. Gotcha. Which and build, everyone and needs build to their learn. own brand. Everyone needs to learn how to manipulate the press. <laughs> yeah, and to build their own brand, which some of them know how to do because a lot of was like they said, Chandler Hayden, and as well as I think Michaela Hall has uh, had they have big social media followings. As well, so some already know how to do that, but there are, from what I can see, just based on visual alone, there's a couple of probably future superstars in there. I would, and this is not because Will and I both went to Hasha. I would bank on that Zachary Knighton guy because he just has a look. Like I just saw the photo, I was like, oh yeah, you're getting signed soon. Yeah, no, I'm banking on because he's from Hasha because <laughs> I'm from Hasha. That's that's the reason. That's my bias. Fuck you. In, my, fifth, champion, in my fifth grade yearbook, I wrote that my dream school was Hasha. Well, pride, Why? baby. Well, no, pride. Like, that, I know it makes me so mad. I <laughs> hate that, that they just took like time. Growing up, Nassau County aspiration. I wanted to go to Hofstra and live in Levittown. <laughs> wow, that is very, that very is this the Long Island dream right there. And by Long Island dream, it's I mean it's like equivalent to the Long Island Sound. And then the sixth grade is when I wanted to move. Big Star realized I wanted to move to the city. That's that's <laughs> fine. That makes at least that at least that makes sense. Yeah. So. I, this is an interesting play. I want to see how many of these people like really, really make it. Because I mean, a lot of them are probably like sophomores, juniors. They said the average age is twenty-one. So let's see who gets signed. Like you won't see these people for a while, but the fact that they're getting WWE as their partner at this point is a great sign. I wish I was them. That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Oh yeah, I go to college and I, you know, sponsored by WWE. And I no fuck people. bitches. <laughs> or if you're the girls, so the guys get dick. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting to see what becomes of it. This is obviously WWE's new strategy instead of raiding the Indies because there's nothing, there's nobody to raid in the Indies anymore. <laughs> That's Dude, this is, better, this is better than the Indies. Yeah, because you I get mean, them young, you it, teach them how to, you teach them the business from an early, from an early on, you, earlier you on. Know what, you know what the Republicans have to say? Get them while they're young. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's true, right? Like if someone from the Indies, like, you got to break those bad habits. Yeah. Which is huge. Which is huge because mm-hmm. WWE wrestling is unlike anything else. It's mm-hmm. better. It's so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, I love AEW's wrestling because it's different, but WWE's is better. It's cleaner. It makes more sense. Yeah, and so if you can get them at a young age and get them to you know learn and work in the right in the right way, who knows? It could have a future. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Well, that is the new NIL class. We'll see what happens from there. Moving on to speaking of AEW, this is I, this is so fucking this, stupid. This is the bracket. It's, oh my god, this, this fucking is the thing. bracket for the All Atlantic Championship, which some of these countries don't even touch the Atlantic fucking That's ocean. My fucking thing. All right, let's go through <laughs> yeah. countries. We got. Is this just non-America? We we got no no. Atlantic is is America's north and south and like Europe, and that's and it. Parts of Africa. No, like all of Africa. No, no, because the Indian side's on Indian Ocean on the other side. Well, yes, okay. And the, and and the, the, and the Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're only talking like the you're talking the East Coast of Amer- of the Americas, Eastern, Western Europe, and Western Africa. Yes. And you, so we have Australia, Canada. Well, Canada counts. Uh, Australia, Bulgaria, Japan for two slots. And what's the top? Mexico that counts. What's the one? And, and Malachi Blacks from what? Den- was it Holland. Denmark? We're just, we're just landlocked, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck, guys? <laughs> yeah, the, they're gonna the, the winners are going to a four way match at Forbidden Door for the for the All Atlantic Championship. I mean, they I will say this: they have developed a formula for their belts. Like, they finally figured it out. The only outliers are the TNT and the TBS title. So here's a here's a closer look at what the belt looks uh, correction. like. Correction: Netherlands is not landlocked. It's next to the North Sea. But it's not. It's still not, it's the, not Atlantic the Atlantic. Ocean. <laughs> it's not the Atlantic Ocean. It's not the Atlantic Ocean. And so that, like, I like this belt. If you look at the belt on the screen, it's pretty. Um, it's a pretty belt. Pretty belt. Here's the thing: there's, there's nothing wrong with the bracket. The problem with the bracket is that you put the flags. If you didn't put the flags, there was no qualm. It makes perfect sense. That's the sense. problem with the belt, too, because they put the flags. Yeah. And that- <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's, it's so, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> like, it makes I, sense, Ricky. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, I, I could try, but I can't. Kay, can you make this make sense at all? This title? Yes. No. Okay. It's if dumb. You, if you add, if you add the AEW titles with the Ring of Honor titles, that is a total of about fifteen titles in rotation. We don't they need have, another one. They have more titles than TV hours, or TV, yeah, yeah TV hours. Yes. If you include a dark and ram, and rampage dark, whatever the other Still one is. Still not enough. Still yeah. Not, yeah. So yeah, you got an hour of dark, hour of elevation, hour of rampage, two hours of dynamite. That's five. That's five hours of wrestling a week. And you have three That's times as many title belts. Quarter. Yeah, because ROH doesn't have their own show. And who knows, show yet, and who knows whenever that, how that's going to happen. Um, and so you have, this is just like, like, I get it. This is good. I love the design. Like, I love the design. I love how a- what AEW is doing with their titles because they figured out that the TNT and TBS ones weren't it. <laughs> Dude, they just got to throw the TV, a TNT title in a blender and just get rid of it and replace it with this. I would agree with that. Just I get would rid totally of it. agree with that. You're not, yeah. on, you're not on TNT anymore. TNT anymore. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I was like, what happens if they, lose, they leave TNT and now it becomes irrelevant? Yeah. Do you think they'll unify them at some point in time? They fucking should. Like, I get they want to do some sort of European title bullshit, but like, make this, make the Atlantic title your 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 IC or your US or whatever the fuck you want, your mid card title. I don't even mind the name, the Mid Atlantic. It's not a bad name. It's just oh, it's no, it's all Atlantic, not Mid Atlantic. Oh, it's like all, all Atlantic. All Atlantic. It's just like, but you, like you don't really know what the Atlantic is. The All Elite All Atlantic Championship. No, thank you. The AEW All Atlantic Championship. The AEW AA title. Give it to Jeff. He'll win. Oh, boo. Oh, boo. boo. I know. Yeah, boo. Houston. Yeah, boo. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, just get rid of a TNT title. There's a lot of titles I should get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like the women, like the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. Oh, wait. Yeah. Give ROH their own. Yeah, yeah. Remember that tournament that was going to happen? They kind of just quietly said, oops. Yeah, that's, um, that, that's, called, that's called they lied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, they did. So yeah, we got to do something with this. This is it's way too many tiles. Like I said, I like the title. Get rid of a TNT. Unify them. Do something. I kind of like the flags and the belt though. Now that I look at it, because they all touch the Atlantic. China does not touch the Atlantic. Well, that is that China. That's Canada. No, there, there's the UK. There's China. There's Mexico. Right, there's me, the US. Let me, let me full screen this. Oh, there's the US. There's Canada and there's Japan. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, <laughs> why is communist China? On here, Japan's cool. I like Japan, but that, that that's that's in the Pacific Ocean. You know, like you know, I think Tony Khan is lead up on World War Two. It wasn't the battle <laughs> in the Atlantic. It was Allen hopping in the Pacific. Then <laughs> China's just like, hey, China, please give us money. We'll we'll cuck you. We'll cuck out you like the NBA does. It's fine. Yeah, like two of these flags don't aren't in the Atlantic Ocean. Let's move on. This is making me mad. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's just the more, the more you think about it, the more it's just gonna, you're just gonna, your mind's gonna explode. Yeah, it's toot that horn. Uh, talking about in-ring stuff that actually happened, Riddle got his wish, and it may be a wish that he doesn't want anymore. Matt Riddle, aka Riddle, has a WWE wow. Universal World Heavyweight Championship match against Roman Reigns. This Friday on SmackDown with a special stipulation <laughs> that's, that states that if Riddle loses, he can no. They're giving him the Cody step. If Riddle loses, he can no longer. He cannot get another rematch for the title for as long as Roman is champion. Which is interesting. So my question is, how badly is Riddle going to lose? Uh, six minutes, if that. I'll give you that. What I did love is I did love a segment between Paul and The Miz before Riddle came out. I still, I like, I still have to watch it. It was like, it's it's two guys who just, it's so much fun. It's exactly what you would expect, like, Paul Heyman and The Miz to do a segment together to be. I, li- I love all of those words. Dude, <laughs> I, did, I did like last week uh, with the, the, the segment with Miz's balls. Uh, Maurice, Maurice sold it for me, dude. My Maurice husband has small. Amazing. My husband has average size balls. And she just kept on getting bigger. It is really funny. She was she was like an intro. She was like an introductory person. It's like an improv thing. I was like, wow, you got it, Maurice. Good job. <laughs> oh man, it was it was good. But I just I'm surprised Riddle's getting this push. But I mean, anything to get Roman back on TV at this point. Dude, anything to try and keep that Randy momentum going because it's I reset it last week. It's 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 gone. Spizzling. It's all about it Cody, baby, but now he's gone too. It's all about Seth, baby. Seth's the newest toy, dude. Seth is the, <laughs> Seth is the latest internet darling. Seth has been an internet darling. Yeah, but now I'm he's just... like he's like head darling. Kay, did you Kay, did you see what Roman tweeted after this? No. So Roman tweeted, he goes, now I have to get off my private island, get on my private, get on my private yacht to get on my private jet to come to SmackDown and whip this guy's ass. Oh, and he's yeah. like, he's like tribal chief problems. Yeah, dude, he's just been, he's been enjoying chief. spring break. Stop, I'm dead. I, I, I love it. I mean, Roman's going to be back on TV. He won't show up on Money in the Bank, by the way. Uh, but it's going to oh, be yeah. interesting. I don't think it's showing up on Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is going to be solely about Money in the Bank. Dude, my, it's crazy how Money in the Bank is just now, it's, it's just a regular old pay-per-view again. Thank God it didn't do that stadium. I'm kidding. <laughs> so we'll hit that Gunther soundbite because we have a new intercontinental champion. Yeah, who Gunther. saw this coming other than everybody? everybody. Thank <laughs> God, dude. Ricochet sucks. Gunther smacked the shit out of Ricochet, quite literally. Right, I'm watching SmackDown later. <laughs> and he is a new intercontinental champion. I'm looking at this picture of, of Gunther, a.k.a. Walter. Motherfucker's ripped. Lean, <laughs> lean and mean. Look at that V, dude. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, going, going, down, going down to his uh, his pilot's, was it the landing strip? The landing strip, yeah. His pilot's, I want to say his pilot's license. <laughs> <laughs> that could work as well, I guess. <laughs> his joystick. Joystick, there we go. Kay, you having a moment? Can we move to the next slide? No, no. I. You need to. No. Kay. Count the abs, Kay. Count them. I count, count eight. Them, count them. <laughs> I got six. Oh my god. Kay, I, we need you to. We need you to talk us through this moment you're having right look, now. Look at that peck, Kay. It's not torn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I never thought I would find him hot. Yeah, especially yeah. when you first met him. Remember when you met Walter? I do. He was very tall. It was fat Walter. Um, we're birthday twins. Fun fact. There you go. So you gotta like him a little bit. Yeah, we're one and the same. I'm interested to see what they're gonna do. So, because if Roman's not gonna be around, because I think he's probably still injured, um, how big Walter's going to be on SmackDown now? I don't think Roman's injured. I think he's just taking a vacation. Which is fine. Um, but I like where this is going because they don't have to put it this way. They could be like a mid-level paper or whatever, but Walter winning that IC title means we're that much closer to Walter versus Roman. I like what Fretz is saying in the chat. Riddle loses, wins money in the bank. Dude, he wins money in the bank and he can't cash it in. Well, Bob <laughs> Roman's champion and that's the gimmick. I have a better idea. What's your idea? I will talk about when we get to Money in the Bank. And speaking of which, we're at Money in the Bank. <laughs> <laughs> we're at our Money in the Bank qualifying part because obviously, as they said, it's briefcase season. Um, and the only qualifier right now uh, after a stellar match with AJ Styles, go fucking figure, was Seth Rollins. So Seth Rollins is the only qualifier right now for Money in the Bank. Um, I don't know who fills out this Money in the Bank bracket. Probably Riddle. Um of all people, and probably a couple of other people that I can't name at this point. Is, but I have... Hmm? Is Seth the only one confirmed for money in the bank thus Seth far? is the only one confirmed okay. for the men right now. But I do have a theory, and I want to put this on record. I've been thinking about this. And I think I've got my finish to WrestleMania. Okay. Let's hear it. Heist <laughs> this century again? Yes, actually. Really? Here's what's going to happen, because WWE loves their nostalgia. Seth, it, it's contingent on a couple of things. It's contingent on Seth winning money in the bank. Then Roman and The Rock face off at the Royal Rumble, because The Rock's not showing up to Mania. Um, Roman beats Rock at Rumble. Cody returns at Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble. Cody challenges Cody. Huh? Yeah, Seth cashes it on Cody. Cody challenges... Roman main event of night two, obviously knocked down side by Matt's same shit happens. Seth comes to cash in, becomes a triple threat. Here's the finish that I that I thought in my head. Seth goes to stomp Cody, and as soon as his foot is on like the back of Cody's neck, Roman comes and spears Seth. Seth rolls out the ring as Roman's all hype. Cody comes behind, hits a crossroads. Cody wins the belt. Interesting. I like it. I can't see Rock Roman at Rumble, though. I can. Rumble's not even announced. WrestleMania's going to sell itself. Rumble essentially sells itself. But you need to give, you need to give somebody big for, for Roman at Rumble, and there's no one big right now. I feel like they need to rock more at Rumble than they need him at WrestleMania. There's more mainstream press at Mania, though, which is exactly what The Rock always wants. Always be mainstream. Yeah. There'll be mainstream press wherever The Rock goes. Dude, there's more money at The Rock at Mania than Rumble. But also, figure, figure 2023, the XFL, which is now The Rock's thing, is opening up probably around April. He might be too busy doing XFL press, which his schedule is probably a little bit, oh, probably going to be wider open in January than it will be in April. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. maybe. I'm about it. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, that, that's what I see. That's just, that's just my, that's how I would book it. Do it better, WWE. Um, but seven's the only qualifier for the men's. For the women, we have three qualifiers already. We have Lacey Evans because, of course, because she actually wrestled, surprisingly enough. Lacey Evans. Is she a heel? She's a face. What? They made Lacey face. Uh... I thought she was a heel. No, no, she's a face. They, oh. she, they had her cut vignettes about her, her life and everything. I remember that. Then she's she was a on, face. Then she was on TV for a month. Then, no, then, the announcer, then the announcer asked everybody to applaud her. That's such a heel move. Yeah. No, she's a face. She's Weird. totally a face. I don't care, dude. Just uh, what a shock. She's we a better blonde, natural heel. We blondes in this. Liv Morgan, lovable loser, Liv, and Alexa Bliss because you need star power. Dude, Alexa <laughs> Bliss is just like, yeah, I don't know why I'm here either. That's the vibe well, no. I get from Alexa Bliss. 
I think she's just chilling. She's in that post-marriage, um, you know, just bliss. Yeah, dude, no she, is, she is just in Adam Cole mode, dude. She is just on cruise control. Cole control. She is just on fucking Cole, Cole control. Cole control. Love Ad, it. Adam Cole control, dude. Adam Cole she's control. Just, she's just fucking vibing, dude. I'm honestly at this point in time more intrigued that the women's money in the bank because I don't know who you give this to. No, I'll give it to you. Give it to uh, money in the bank. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Or Bex, Bex in the bank. So you're telling me every everybody's internet wor- greatest and worst nightmare would be Seth and Becky both holding the briefcases at the same time. Wait, so you, wait, it. wait! You're telling me a shrimp fried this rice? Yes, exact. That's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what. That's exactly what I'm saying. Beck, Beck, I almost said Beth and Seki. Beth and Seki are a thousand percent gonna be a dynamic duo holding these briefcases, and it's gonna be great. You know what I'm picturing? Like they come out together, Seth's dancing around like a little kid with the briefcase, and Becky's like still like this, really just like moody and like emo team, or like her head down. And I think when they go to wrestle, the other one will hold their briefcase for them. You're asking for too much. Yeah, dude. Honestly, like putting them together <laughs> as baby faces early in the relationship was just so weird. I feel like them together as heels might work. They're so they're so they're different personalities. people in WWE. It's perfect. I don't see Seth. I I think Seth's hysterical. I think Becky, I think he's hysterical too. But like, I think Becky's because she's funnier. so stupid. They're both so stupid. They're funny. Becky annoys me. I think Becky's funny because she's so just. She's such a. She's acting like such an emo child. Dude, she, so, I, I I feel like she's just she's she's playing wrestler. She's not being a wrestler. Oh no! I think she's on a. She's on a, She's been selling and getting people over. I her think matches she's a, are phenomenal. Uh, I'm saying her yeah. character. I don't. I don't buy her character. I, I, I buy her character. I, I get the this motivation. This is not for my character. favorite era of Becky, but from what I've seen, it's fun. Yeah. I do I do kind of want to see them together, only because I want to see Seth and Becky would see what they would comment when they have to, like, do matching outfits together. Uh, dude, they just got to do, do Sully and Boo. Not uh, Sully and Mike from Monsters, Inc. Just for, just <laughs> oh for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why that popped my head first, but I think that'd be hilarious. That would be really funny. That would be absolutely Speaking hysterical. Speaking of, dude, I can't wait to see Lightyear. Oh, that comes I, out this weekend. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. I'm going to celebrate Emancipation like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. Oh my God! Who's looking more like Lilu from the Fifth Element each week? Was, oh, Becky! If Becky came out like like Lilu from the Fifth Element, that'd be Dude, ridiculous. I, I couldn't finish the Fifth Element. Like this movie is terrible. What? How did you not finish the Fifth Element? That thing's a fucking classic. Dude, that movie. I just say because this movie is so stupid. That's why it's a classic. Yeah, <laughs> dude, ridiculous. Did let me guess. Chris Tucker got it. Got annoying to you. I, I don't think I made it that far. Just the whole movie. It's Chris, bad. how far did you get in? I don't know, dude. I remember it was so long ago. The movie was just awful. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll, we'll talk about your your hatred for for Fifth Element at another time. Uh, it's now on towards the end of the show. We have our future shock where we try to predict something in the future of wrestling. And this future shock comes from a news that Extreme Rules returns to Philly this October. Ooh. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Extreme Rules is going to return to Philly this October. Tickets go on sale July 15th. It's an early October show as well because WD wants to do their, pay- their premium live events like earlier on in the month for some reason. They probably have one in Saudi in so. October as well. They usually go there on Halloween. Because nothing, nothing spooky in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> so... Your task this week is who's on this Extreme Rules card? And do we actually get an Extreme Rules match? So I feel like last year we did not get an Extreme Rules match on Extreme Rules. Dude, you asked me to book in October? Yeah, go right ahead. The fuck? I don't know, man. That's why it's called Future Shock. I don't know. Big E comes back and wrestles Xavier Woods for the European title. There, how about that? That doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Yeah, dude. I, I say European meant All Atlantic. Sorry. The, the All Elite Atlantic title. The AR, A- the AEAW, the AR. A- 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 Yo, what the hell is that congressman's name? I forget. The, we're going to oh. go to here and then there and be oh. <laughs> What was his name? I forget. Oh. Let me look it up. The Damn it. Be senator. I'll look it up. It was, it was, on, it was on the Chappelle show. Um, it was on Chappelle show. Yeah, because Chappelle f- made fun of him really, really well. Be a senator. 
Evan, no, that's Baya. Sorry, that's no. his name. How, how do you spell B-R? I don't know. Just put him like Dave Chappelle skip from like season three, I think. Dave Chappelle. Center skip from season three. But Extreme Rules uh, in Philly, I mean, Philly is a great place to do Extreme Rules. I have Oz, it's a Paul Heyman book show. Ideally, this would be a Paul Howard Heyman book Howard Dean. There it is. Howard Dean. Um... <laughs> You need to find that audio clip so we can use that from time to time. Hang on. Yes. So, Cam, you're booking an Extreme Rules match. Fuck you, ads. I'll find it. (laughs) In October. What? It's October. It's Extreme Rules. Pick something. Don't let Fretz beat you out here. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What? Mr. Fretz says Future Shock Damien Mizdow returns as Elias records a song of and the real Elias returns and we have a new With My Baby Tonight feud although Mr. Fretz is showing your age there what is what is what the hell just happened Mr. Fretz it's not it's it's Mr. Fretz being being oh I got excited for a second because Elias is coming back next week I was like wait is it Monday Elias is back tonight no no no, was that last night or is that that next week it's Monday it's gonna be Monday when Elias returns um I think that. The big question is: Does Roman Reigns show up to an Extreme Rules event? No. Um, which is what makes it hard. Um, I would love to see Finn Balor versus Edge in Extreme Rules match. That I can see. In Asian something. (laughs) I love this fucking guy. And I'd see uh, AJ Styles and doing something extreme as well. I I think this would be the first time we would get if it even lasts as long. I'd love to see like a Bianca and Rhea in an Extreme Rules match. Yes, like two women that can actually go and do. Or if, if there's a shakeup or some sort, I would love to see them redo it again this time on a bigger stage. Um, Raquel and Rhea. Remember the Raquel and Rhea yeah. match from and and fucking. Raquel fucking Raquel fucking powerbombed her to the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that would be knocking, knocking absolutely fucks. But anywho, and that's all we have this week. Yeah, so we have this week. Kay, congratulations, you made it all the way through a show. Yay! I'm so so happy for you. Will is too busy looking up political stuff. He's <laughs> doing this right now. Oh, my place post play the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We don't. We're, yeah, we can play. You can play the Howard Dean stuff later. We're gonna get out of here uh, and move on. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to episode 296 of the Kings of the Rings podcast, turning the page. We are turning the page on this episode because next week is 297. That means we're about three or more so episodes away from episode 300. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me in Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at K-O-T-R underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Discord, on Twitch, and newly on TikTok as well. Like, share, subscribe, leave us some reviews and some five-star reviews <laughs> wherever you listen to your podcast. And yeah! us. Oh my god. Not, not by Will screaming Howard Dean shit. But you can listen to us each and every week by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. And you can find Wrestle Addict Radio socials at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else including newly tiktok as well the links to all of our stuff including our exclusive lgbtqia plus protect trans live merchandise are in the links in the description below will now you can be off no i had to kind of start my throat it's uh, hurts a little bit i'm will tarajic t's and thomas a r a s h uk a lot of fun things from me but you don't all know where to find them uh mm. did i mention how much i hate tiktok I don't know if I mentioned that yet. TikTok sucks. I think you mentioned it on the pre-show. We're talking about the post. Did, did you did you see did you see what I did to our TikToks up, uh, Ricky? 
I was like, yeah, I need, I'm gonna need your help with all that shit. Okay, you, you gotta do it on your phone. Can't wait if it wasn't there. So we're talking about CM Punk. I put like CM Punk's like GIF <laughs> and K's box. Yeah, I did two. I did, I did two MJFs. No, I think I did two Cody's. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. So go go yeah. laugh at our shit on TikTok at APS Podcasts. Yeah, K Murphy. Um, Judy. <laughs> so Franklin is asleep on my shoulder. Make sure he doesn't poop on you. Yeah, he's on his sleep. Um, pooping his sleep. He, knock on wood, has never pooped in his sleep. He is very present when he poops, but I'm not here to talk about that. Um, please buy our pride shirts. Um, I worked hard on them. Um, also, um, so I was picked at work to be featured in Abercrombie's um pride campaign. So. Oh. Oh man, we're gonna have a, so much fun on the post show now. Bet you mentioned Abercrombie. So that went up today. I watched that Netflix documentary. I didn't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> they sent me a bunch of clothes. I sent them pictures, and it went on their social media today. So like, that happened. Um, well, how come you didn't tell us, Kay? We could have promoted it like a mofo. I didn't know it was coming out today until I went on Instagram this afternoon, and so I had mad notifications. Oh, well then, so, we got a superstar in our presence now. Yeah, you can find me across all social media platforms at the Kate Murphy T H E K E Murphy. Check out our pride collection on Teespring, and yeah, let's go to the post show. Yeah, before we head to our post show, folks, obviously when we come back next week, AEW will probably have a brand new title. Vince McMahon will probably be in another scandal and water will still be wet. And so until next time, folks, goodbye, good night. See you next week. Fuck you, Slack. See you on the post show.